Whether you want to start a faith-based business or an online ministry, you've come to the right place. This is the Teresa Blaze Show with your host, Teresa Blaze, where she's bringing her over 20 years of consulting experience to the mic. Now, here's Teresa. Welcome to the Teresa Blaze Show. Today, I've got another bonus interview with Miss Kate Erickson from Entrepreneurs on Fire fame. She's kind of the second half of uh, John Lee Dumas, who is the uh, expert podcaster, and I will be putting links to her stuff uh, in the show notes. She's also the host of Kate's Take. Kate, welcome to the show. Teresa, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we are excited to have you. We have known each other for years, guys. Um, I would say we first met at Podcast Movement. And I think it was the very first Podcast Movement. Yeah, I think you might be right. It was either the first or the second. And we just we just hit it off. I mean, she's a class act. JLD is, well, he's JLD. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's really not much you can kind of compare to that. So that being said, um, I wanted to bring her on because she's really solid when it comes to building stuff into your company. Um, and I know that a lot of you guys are running ministries. I know a lot of you guys are running faith-based companies. And Kate is just really solid at, okay, this is how you get started. And this is how you actually systematize once you're started. So Kate, let's and ask this question. If you were to find exactly what it is you do um, in like a single sentence, what would that be? So I help entrepreneurs who are running businesses learn how to create systems that will help their business scale and grow. And it's essentially like without all the like fluffy talk, which is basically what I just said, it's really about finding where you can save yourself time so that you're not working in your business. Instead, you get to focus on your business. If someone is just getting started and they're like, Hey, I'm just trying to make some extra money. You know, I maybe I'm working a nine to five, or maybe I, I I just feel really cold into this company. How would you suggest they get get started? Most important is that you're super connected to your why, and you know what your goals are. Because once you know that, then it's so much easier to say, okay, now I know where I should be spending my time. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're doing a side hustle and you're just trying to you know, make some money to help you fund maybe a business that you're going to be starting. Maybe you're looking to leave like your 9 to 5 job or something like that. In that situation, your why is you want to leave your job for... And, and you go way deeper, deeper on your why than that. But just like from a goal standpoint, you want to leave your job. So you're trying to make some extra money so that you can do that. So how do you make that extra money? Well, what are some of your the things that you're best at? Like, what is it that you do in your job right now? Or what are some things that you're super passionate about that you feel you could help other people with? Usually, it's those things that come so super easy to us that we don't even think people need help with it. But that's because it's our zone of genius. So have conversations with your friends, ask them like, hey, what do you think that I'm best at? Or what is it that people are always saying to you like, gosh, I can't believe that that comes so easy to you. I'd never be able to do that. Like, Look for those cues so that you can start to uncover those areas where like, I mean, Teresa, you know this, Like, there are some things that you're so great at that you don't even know it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've had people come up to me and go, you podcast? Yeah. Um, how do you do that? You know, and and now I mean I've got the system. And honestly, guys, uh, Kate and JLD taught me so much about podcasting. I mean, I learned from others as well, but 
I learned a majority of what I know I learned from, from those two. Now it's, I can take that knowledge and take my experience because what I'm finding is not only do you um, learn from, you know, use your uh, expertise, but also leverage your experiences. What is the next step in your mind that, that someone would take to, to get that off the ground? One of the most critical like foundational steps in starting a business is one, having a, a niche and two, knowing who your ideal customer or client is, which we often refer to as an avatar. So you have your business idea, you know what your why is, your goal is to get this business off the ground. Number one, you have to make sure that you have a niche. It can't be, um, you know, I'm going to start a business helping other people start businesses. Like it's just, you know, way too broad. What is it within that that you could keep digging deeper and deeper and deeper? And as an example, maybe you're like, I'm really passionate about helping people start businesses. Okay. Uh, what's like your, what industry or vertical could you help people do that in? Maybe you help people you know start businesses around their ministry and then you start digging deeper and deeper and deeper into this niche so that you have a very clear idea of exactly who you're talking to exactly who it is you want to reach and once you have that then you can then figure out who your avatar is who your ideal customer or client would be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um like with uh, kudos media which is our media publishing company we have um uh, our, our deal is giving the remnant a voice in these last days. So what we do is we help that we help ministries and churches uh, learn how to podcast. That's that's where we're going. That's great. See, that's a that's an amazing niche. Not only have you chosen that like vertical or that industry of like ministry, but you're going even deeper. You're not just going to teach them anything about running a ministry. You're going to teach them how to podcast. That's awesome. Do they need to create a mark? product first? Or in your opinion, do they need to market first? Or do they need to actually start developing systems for onboarding? If you lead with value first and have really strong content marketing, that should come first. So a a lot of businesses, you know, they come out and they want to create products and services. Um, They want to start generating revenue. I totally get that. We all need to make money. If that is the case for you, then I would figure out what your lowest hanging fruit is. Are you credible enough to be able to offer coaching to an audience? Um, if not, maybe there's an ebook that you can write and put an ebook up on, you know, Kindle Direct Publishing. The barrier is so low to so many different avenues of how we can put content out there and ask for money for it. And so it's really about like, do you need to make money immediately? And if the answer is yes, then what? type of product or service can you create to ask people to pay you money for? Um, and and you know that's going to vary based on your level of expertise, based on the credibility that you have. If you have absolutely no following and nobody has no idea who you are, then it's going to be very difficult for you to go out and say like, hey, I can offer you coaching and I'm asking you to pay me you know, $200 an hour. Like If nobody knows who you are, that's not going to work. No, you need some, something to back that. So I, I totally agree. Um, and I have, uh, I have uh, mentioned again and again and again in previous podcasts that you need to start publishing uh, content market. You've got to start publishing. I mean, that's why I'm doing the show, you know, because I understand what I bring to the table and I understand it's like, look, you've got to start publishing. And I think, I think, I think, and, and tell me if you agree, I think fear plays into this big time. I think people are so afraid to get out there and do that because, why, what do I know? Why would someone listen to me? 
Absolutely. It's the imposter syndrome. It's it's not understanding that regardless of if you have that knowledge or not, there are other ways for you to bring forward value to an audience who is your avatar who wants and needs it. So whether you're bringing your own personal experience, which is incredibly powerful to share your experiences, your story with people, or you're getting it from another expert in the industry and you're translating that into your own words, into your own voice that you know that your audience can relate to and resonate with. It doesn't have to be this knowledge that you already have. Like Go out and start learning about that thing so that you can then teach it to people. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, many times I've, I will listen to a podcast or something and I'll chew on it for a little bit. How can I bring this to the mic? That's exactly, that's exactly what she's talking about, guys. If you're serious about this, and I, I cannot echo this enough, if you're serious about it, you gotta, you got to decide what you want to do and then just get out there and publish. There's so many ways to do it. You could podcast, blog, uh, do live video. God, live video is taking so many platforms. It's almost unreal to keep up with. <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> it really is. So um, let's say someone says, all right, I'm right. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to get my feet wet and I'm going to start publishing. What next? How, like, how often would you say someone should publish or create content before they start asking uh, for the sale? I think that a good content marketing strategy has you publishing content somewhere at least once a week. I think that that type of uh, momentum and consistency that you can build with publishing a blog post or a podcast episode or a video or whatever medium you choose, that once a week is the way to go. And then I think you kind of like in terms of like, when do you get to ask for the sale? I think you have to feel that out after you get started. Like there is no right or wrong answer there because someone might start and right out of the gates, like they attract followers because they have an incredible niche and they know exactly who their avatar is. They, you know, zoom in on those people, they find them right away and they are able to grow a following really, really quickly. Like that person's situation of when they could potentially create a product or service for their audience might be a lot, lot sooner than somebody who, you know, back to what we were talking about before, Teresa, is trying to talk to a huge audience and they don't really have a niche and they put content out there and it doesn't really feel like it's hitting anyone because it's not, because you're trying to give it to too many people. It's not specific enough for people to see and say like, hey, I need that. You know, I think about the previous podcast that I launched, guys, in um, in the entrepreneurial space. I, and I mean, it was a good show. We got a bunch of downloads and we got some traction and whatnot. But here, the problem was we were too broad. We were way too broad. And so we were trying to go after everybody, you know, and talking about online marketing and this and that. And we had all the knowledge. But the problem is we didn't niche down. Not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a powerful lesson, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we got burned out because we weren't getting any reaction back. Like people weren't, um, um, you know, commenting. They weren't. They weren't engaging with us. This is something that you guys, if you're going to do this, you got to do it, and you got you got to do it in the way we're suggesting because it's crucial. Yeah, I really like that you brought that up, Teresa, because I think that such a critical step here is when you do start publishing content, it's so important that you encourage people to reach out to you, that you encourage people to 
ask you questions, that you let people know that you're there for them. Because when you start getting that engagement, when you're able to have those conversations, that's when you get to figure out what types of products and services you could be offering. That's when you understand the pain points of your the people who are drawn to you, who are resonating with your content. That's when they start sharing with you what their pain points and their struggles are. And that, at that point is when you start to say, oh, okay, I see. I'm hearing from a lot of people that their biggest struggle is X. Therefore, I'm going to go ahead and see how I can help them build a bridge to get from where they are right now to where they want to be. Is that how JLD got started? Yes. Okay. So like when he, because I, I know he's referred to a lot of people, if I, were, if I recall the story right, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of people started asking him, how do you podcast? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So he puts a podcast out there. He's doing these interviews with entrepreneurs. It catches on. People say, Hey, how did, like, how did you do that? I want to start a podcast so that I can get my voice, my message, my mission out there. Like, how did you start your podcast? And so John said, Hey, I have a lot of people asking me how to podcast. Why don't I create a course where I teach people how to do this? And that can be my core offering. And that's exactly what he did. I think that that is a perfect place to chew on for a bit, guys. Now, I mean, obviously, Kate and I go way back and we could kind of keep on going forward, but I don't want to do that to you. The point I think of this interview is one, figure out why you're doing it. Number two, niche down and focus on a target market. I've talked about this in the past, but I love bringing it up again. And number three, just start publishing. I mean, Kate, is there anything else we should add? No, I think that's a beautiful wrap up. I really like just like this, you know, this is starting a business is a big step, you know, putting something like this together. I know that this is not like a small thing, but believe in yourself that you can do this. Surround yourself with people who will support you and just take one step forward every single day. We just laid out a beautiful foundation for you that will help you get started. So all you have to do now is take that next step. Amen. Well, Thank you so much, Kate, for coming on the show. It's been incredible. You're so welcome, Teresa. Thanks so much for inviting me. Well, you're very much welcome. Guys, that that was uh, Kate Erickson from Entrepreneurs on Fire. Uh, you can also find her podcast, Kate Take there. Kate's Take in the uh, podcast directories, wherever you consume your audio. So um, with that, I'm Teresa Blaze. This has been the Teresa Blaze Show. Let's go do this thing. You've been listening to The Teresa Blaze Show. To catch all her past shows, visit www.teresablaze.com. That's T-E-R-E-S-A-B-L-A-E-S.com.